This is a Honky Tonk Man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, and you're listening to The Wrestler Review. Hello. You suck. You suck. Uh, no, Dylan, I'm going to do it like you're talking, and I'm going to do it like it's the Kurt Angle chant. No, I don't want that. You suck. Is that what you say when men are sucking your DD? <laughs> men do that to you. That's bad. It's not bad. It's good. It's a way to get cum out of my body, which is poison. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, I've got too much cum in my body. Do you yeah. think that's a, that's a line from a porno? Absolutely. I've written for porn. Have you? You did spend some time in Montreal. That's incredibly uh, that's incredibly possible. That you job- know, we know a mutual friend who got fired from Brazzers for being too creepy. <laughs> I know um, a lot of people that work for that company. and um, His name is Patrick Hakim. At Hakimness on Twitter. I wasn't you know gonna, what? I wasn't going to say who- K alone. I think that's my new... I'm going to have a crying video that says Liam Graham K alone. And I think we should have uh, Patrick Hakim be are we tra- a person. Are we transferring? All right, great. Transfer the trolling. Everyone. Transfer the trolling. He's a Latin potato. <laughs> a Latin potato. Patrick Hakim. Yeah. I am a loser. This is very... Is uh, at... Oh, H-A-H-K. H-A-H-K. Patrick Hakim. Loser nerd. All right, so uh, we are doing for WrestleMania a man who I assume is doing a moonsault off of a triple cage because Shane McMahon did one off a double cage right now. It is Kirk Angel. Ladies and gentlemen, go crazy for Kirk Angel. It's, oh, fuck yeah, Chris Jericho, the best thing ever. Sorry, I was just uh, reading all the different drugs Kurt Angle has been as as admitted to being addicted to. And wow, it's a bunch of different stuff. His big one is Viking. We're going to be doing, really, we're going to be doing a two-part Kurt Angle uh, episode because he deserves as much of wrestling of an episode as Paige does. That's yeah. What, that's what we think. There are Terry Funk, Hulk Hogan, Kurt Angle, and of course Paige. These are the people we've chosen to do well, two-part no, episodes. Paige about. is a specific one in that we had to, basically, we got bullied by people on Twitter. It's like... We did not get bullied. We got suggested. Like, oh, I guess you guys want to do Paige? And you're like, oh, fine. And then you started... And then you're like, better do some research. Ooh, what other stolen videos of women can I watch? All true. All true. All Everything Dylan's <laughs> saying is true. <laughs> Paige was important because it's like, women, are they wrestlers? Nope. Yeah. No, they're not. Uh, it's also one of those things where it's Paige... We don't need to oh, talk fuck, about... Fuck, we what? didn't even talk about the guy nutting on the title. We oh, that. <laughs> I'm fine that we didn't talk about part the fact. Part three, page. All right, part cancel the Kurt page. Angle episode. Bring in the fact. <laughs> I guarantee that. She, I guarantee Kurt Angle's definitely done with it. His very cadre of black women he loves fucking um, uh, talking about on the Howard Stern show. This week is, of course, Kurt Angle just inducted into the Hall of Fame. Against probably doctors' wishes, they were like, "Stop going near wrestling events. Your neck, your poor <laughs> neck, Kurt." This fucking guy was supposed to retire at WrestleMania 19, and he's probably slated to attend Victory Road. Like this guy, yeah. fucking hell, does he like to fucking wrestle? It's yeah. fucking he, uh, crazy. It's so funny because 
you didn't even think about this, but much like almost doing like a Lesnar episode, we have to address his athletic career almost first. Um, yeah, he won an Olympic gold medal with a broken neck. He was part of the uh, Foxcatcher team, which yeah, is, if you've seen creepy. the movie Foxcatcher, it's... Um, if you've seen the documentary Foxcatcher, it's fucked. Yeah, a rich man named John DuPont built himself an army of men he couldn't fuck but wanted to. Um, he, built him, he built himself an army of temptation. <laughs> and Kurt Angle was one of them. Um, and yeah. it's never really discussed or really acknowledged, but he was very much like, this is another one of John DuPont's treats for himself. And... Um, but yeah. since this is the only time we'll get to talk about this, I will say this. Did John DuPont murder a man? Yes. Was he insane? Yes. Did he get results? Fucking right he did. <laughs> you know what? The U.S. won Kurt- started winning gold medals again in the Olympics because of John DuPont's program. Because he's- And I won't let one murder or I'm assuming a bunch of butt fucking <laughs> that's actually rape uh, get in the way of that. <laughs> Okay, s- you got to crack a few eggs to make a sexy, sexy wrestling omelet. I'm still back on the whole fact that John DuPont, yes, all of those bad things. Other things include the fact that Kurt Angle won the gold medal with a broken fucking neck. That's true. Like, he, for- Well, I mean, is it, it was technically broken, so he was probably on oh, enough it- pills that he actually had four necks. Well, this is the first time he admitted to being addicted to Vicodin, which God bless Kurt Angle. If anything, that man is consistent. Is he doing well? Then guess what? Daddy's loving them pills. Well, that's the thing about... Uh, pro wrestling and the uh, pr- and the like actual athlete mentality that do that does suck when they both exist inside one person is that like the actual athlete's mentality is that you come out of this haze at 36 being like what the fuck did I do to my body in my early 20s versus pro wrestling being fake and Kurt Angle still always being a draw so they always let him win and then him uh, never being able to come out of the haze because he is insane now (laughs) he went to the point where he would regularly have to accept like i can't do this anymore but he obviously can and he can still do it at a high level so yeah they just let him fucking keep going i have no evidence of this but it basically it was basically sort of implied that they're like oh he got cancer because of too many neck surgeries or something like it was fucking crazy Kurt Angle, I mean, we'll get to this because we are doing a two-part episode. So basically, there's going to be Kurt Angle, uh, the Fed years, and then Kurt Angle, oh my God, please stop, you're hurting us and your family. Yeah, the TNA, Um, also known as the TNA years. (laughs) Like, he was trying to come back as as much as 2012. Like, because that's the thing, Kurt Angle would always be like, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking of winning the UFC title, but that'll probably interfere with the fact that I'm going to the Olympics and I'm the new Rambo. Like, he would always just do shit like that. Yeah, I could, you know, maybe talk to Vince, but that'll get in my way of, I need to um, try and date Robin Quivers from the Howard Stern Show. <laughs> also, I want everyone to know that over the last seven minutes, I've been trying to get a B out of my room that was a totally black B except for a little bit of red at the base of his tail. And he oh, was cool. Ve- what? So very oh, the black. Oh, so it was like a black bee. So you don't like that. If it was a white bee, that'd be fine, wouldn't it? Yeah, it was here to steal. <laughs> okay, good. I'm gonna see what I do is 
John here is unprofessional, so he doesn't really listen to some of the episodes. So what I do is I edit out all the bad things I say, and I actually make what John says that's bad louder. <laughs> that fun. Yeah, very good. Um, I still remember everything we were talking about. We were talking about the fact that Kirk Angel debuted in 1995 and worked for uh, Raccoon Smellers, which was a farm. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever, for some reason, watched this gold medal match, but uh, I did just because it's like, if you follow UFC closely enough, there's you also cross over to people with opinions on amateur wrestling, and it is a very, very panned decision. Uh, like, Kurt Angle did win a gold medal yeah, with but a it, broken neck. But isn't but like, everyone like, like, all right, who who got bought off? We need to know who got bought. Like, it's... That's wrestling, though. Yeah, that's the Olympics, man. The Olympics is the most fucking corrupt bullshit in the fucking world. Like, so clear. Like, if you ever watched Olympic boxing, it's insane. It happened. Uh, it happened again this year, where they were like, "Well, this woman yeah. clearly won." Incorrect. It was the other one. Why? Shut up. That's why. Be- because I have allegiances. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because the queen must be victorious. Um, now, one of the big yeah. things that is remarkable with Kurt Angle's career is Kurt Angle is one of the first people that points to the fact that ECW was essentially the development territory for the WWE. Now, with each executive who was in the WWF at this time starts a podcast, mm-hmm. um, it is becoming more and more clear that Paul Heyman was just a liar, and he absolutely was in a working relationship with the WWE as every single I mean, one of them is like... you could have told that from, like, I'm sure we'll do this episode, but I'm sure, like, everyone put... If you didn't put that two and two together when they literally, the new rockers didn't work out, they send Al, uh, Al Snow down, they come up with the character of Al Snow, essentially, he loses to Shane Douglas, and then they send him back up to the Fed. Like, that's the most obvious, like, find a gimmick for this guy. It just happened so quickly that they couldn't really hide that they were developmental territory. Because usually it would take, like, him, like, guy comes in ECW, he's like, I'm not Sparky Plug, I'm the real Bob Holly. This is no gimmicks needed Bob Holly. But they didn't have to do that with Al Snow. Uh, Paul just had a gimmick immediately in place, like, oh, let's do something with dance music, here's a mannequin head, you are insane. You know what I mean? Like, you're a schizophrenic guy who loves dance music. Get out there, baby. And then Al Snow just fucking did a great job. Yeah, absolutely. The other big example of that is Kurt Angle's in talks to go to ECW. They do the crucifixion and they're like, just go sit over there for a bit, Kurt. And now he's in the Fed. There is no yes. way that Kurt Angle was considering going to the fucking ECW, though. Like, the big cover is like, no, his agent was friends with Paul Heyman. No, he fucking wasn't. Go fuck yourself. I mean, I don't really believe... I don't know. He cuz originally he didn't want it like I mean this is lore uh, at this point but he didn't really want to do wrestling first he was like he tried out for the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, and then he got on the practice squad and he was like I'm not a fucking practice squad type guy. What's up with you know? amateur wrestlers and being like, "Ah, oh, you know, football seems like something you could just figure out." <laughs> because amateur wrestlers are think that and I would actually say that they are the hardest athletes in the fucking world because that shit just takes such wear and tear. Like, any other athlete, there's not just a part of your body that you sacrifice. You know you're going to sacrifice to it. You know what I mean? Like, you're, if you're an amateur wrestler, your ears are fucked. Yeah, like, you, got, you just basically, fucked. you turn 18 and they're like, 
Oh, say goodbye to anyone thinking you look good from the side. <laughs> yeah. Say goodbye. You're going to look great head on. And then someone's going to see your profile and they're going to call the cops because they think that gargoyles are real. <laughs> but, um, but no, uh, I'm, I'm by the way, now just looking for a Kurt Angle side profile shot because his ears don't strike me as being that bad. But yeah, I'm, I was going to say Kurt Angle's don't, but there's been, there was a guy who fought in, uh, uh, like a lower league MMA organization. This actually happens not. It doesn't happen in the UFC, but it happens in lower league organization, where a guy will just punch you in the ear, and then the guy's ear explodes because it's so cauliflowered, and then it's just like you lost because <laughs> there's so much fucking blood, and you don't have an ear anymore. That oh, happens it, all the time. The thing with I'm looking at Kurt it's Angle's disgusting. E- ears now through the years. The one thing I will say: incredibly tiny ears. <laughs> that's probably the best thing you can have as a wrestler he has such wee ears so it's so funny because they love Kurt Angle so much that they get it's why he got divorced is he wasn't a good listener really no you fucking idiot I don't appreciate that type of language don't talk to me like that considering your name is John Hastings and you hate black people so that's where you're going to say yes I do because I've just asked you a question later on that you say yes I do I will not I'm asking I'm answering yes, ev- I, I'm answering you. every question in the negative not true shitting I love shitting <laughs> I don't love shitting that's not true is that bad to love shitting everyone knows that is bad yes sometimes I get super high and I shit and I'm like ooh ooh it feels good I can just feel the nuts passing through my bum bum. Is that good? It was great. So in October 98, I mean, we all have heard about this. Kurt Angle signs an eight-year deal with the Fed. Um, He is trained by Dr. Tom Pritchard, and apparently, basically, they send out Dr. Tom in a mask. They send out Dr. Tom in a mask to um, train him, and he's better than Dr. Tom in like a month. Yeah, uh, Dr. John Pritchard has like uh, Dr. John like, Pritchard uh, will not take credit for training The Rock or Kurt Angle. He's basically like, "Yeah, I just stood there," and they were like, "Oh, it's like this," and he was like, "Yeah, that's how you do it." <laughs> um, yeah, that's but yeah, the thing, man. And Kurt- he was the the one thing they point to the saying Kurt Angle was amazing at is that like for a lot of amateur wrestlers, like you have this, you've been trained and trained and trained to like take bumps like never obviously never take a bump but like never be flat on your back because that's a pin yeah you know and it sounds super like obviously it sounds like but if you have the muscle memory from literally when you were five to not to always like turtle shell uh when you get any part of your back on uh, a flat surface him just taking flat back bumps people are like this guy is insane like he's just like that much of an athlete you know what i mean well, you look at Just, Kurt, like Kurt Angle. He doesn't look, like he's one of those people. Like he looks normal next to other wrestlers. You put him next to a regular person, and you're like, "Ugh, what's with his?" Bo-? Like he's just so dense. He's like a fucking dying star of a human being. <laughs> yeah, like, he, and the other thing, and the brilliant thing is, like, I can't think of a wrestler who came in after being like trained, basically being a trained wrestler for like a year. And he came in and the first gimmick he had was absolutely perfect. And he was already there as a professional wrestler. It's insane. You cannot really overstate how fucking insanely quick Kurt Angle gets wrestling. Not only that, 
he not only insanely quick how much he gets wrestling, how much he's appreciated by the fans, and how much everyone's just sort of like, yeah, makes sense. He's good. Away we go. Like, even his promos, like, you've seen, I'm assuming you've seen the match that he has with Taz at uh, Royal Rumble. Oh, no, I've never seen that. What's the Royal Rumble? John, can you do me a favor? Yes. Slit your own throat. <laughs> Slit your own fucking throat. <laughs> no one must mock me. Uh, for those of you who No haven't... one mocks me or I will cock thee. That's going to be on my tombstone. Oh, is along it? With my... Yeah, my tombstone's just going to be a dilder and you got to sit on it. Man or woman. Stone dildy. Terrible fucking idea. What having a st- having a dildo as a tombstone with no name on it, just a big old dilder? Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, looks like some some hoes are sucking on the the fucking gravestone of Dylan God again. Not surprising. Um, I'm very uncomfortable. Oh, why? What are you doing? Are you in a baby's crib because you just fucked a baby and took his crib, you fucking pervert? Yes, I am. I'll tell you what else was fucking a baby. The debut of Taz. Very interesting. So Kurt Angle debuts at the Survivor Series against Sean Stasiak uh, in the midst of, uh, for some reason, Sean Stasiak was a real hot commodity for 45 minutes in the late 90s where they were like, we really got to do something with this, the son of this transitional champion from the 60s. <laughs> but they also did that with fucking Ivan Putsky's kid. With Scott Putzky. Scott Putzky also got like a huge push when he first came in because it's fucking Vinnie Mac and he's like, well, this, like, he loved the storyline of the second generation uh, WWF champion, like the WWWF champion who then his son becomes the WWF champion. Yeah, it's just, it's a terrible idea and will never work ever and everyone knows it's a bad idea. I forgot that Sean Stasiak had two runs in the WWF. Oh, yeah. Because this, by the way, he's defeated here as meat. Oh, this is him as meat? I think this is him as meat. I'm not... I'm going to I'm gonna look that up super quick, but is he... Oh, meat. I'm not... Meat is such a weird... When he was just TNA's fucking... Oh, by the way, if you put in Survivor Series meat, you don't get nearly as much porn as you thought you would. <laughs> Here's what I like. Can I tell you this? Nope, he's Sean Stasia. He's not meat at this point. Fuck. It's time. This is just straight ahead, Sean. Because that's the thing. They're kind of still figuring out the Attitude Era, I feel like. Not figuring it out. No, 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 no. 1999, no, they had figured it. They had sorted it right out. Yes, but they still are doing, like, clean-cut Sean Stasiak and, like, shit like... Um, Tiger Ali Singh is doing like a I hate America angle. Still. Tiger Ali Singh hadn't been seen in a year by this point. You fucking idiot! Yeah, he had. Because <laughs> he also uh, his first feuds were with Kurt Angle when they tried to make Kurt Angle the All America um, Apple Pie Babyface, and then they in the thing that in a move that they just flat out do not do now switched courses once people were like. <laughs> This guy, this guy works out. That's for fucking fags. I love Kid Rock, and here's the thing. If a woman says something, it's fine to stab him. That's my 1999 voice. Yeah, that's really good. I got to be honest. If all that voice needs is the noise of an adjustment of a red Yankees baseball cap, and you're right fucking there. 
Um, oh, no, we only live in this shit right, right here. here. Beat up a woman in the streets over there. Yeah. There by, you go. By the way, Stasiak super, was... Super good Fred Durst. ...was later fired uh, in 1999, so very quickly after uh, Kurt Angle defeated him, because he recorded a heated conversation between David Boy Smith and Steve Blackman without their permission, and then immediately... Weird. Into dub, went to WCW until WCW closed. Jesus Christ, Sean Stasiak was a pro wrestler uninterrupted at a high level from yeah. 98 to 2000. A guy who I, whose biggest highlight was he's owned by these women, wrestled uninterrupted in the two big leagues of American pro wrestling for four years. He was also Planet Stasiak. Oh, Planet Stasiak, of course. That's the thing, man. Some people just get fucking lucky. Like, all right, think about think about Sean Stasiak and how much money he made in those four years. Then he was like, fuck it, I'm being a chiropractor. <laughs> think about that versus uh, a guy like, you want to say a guy like, ooh, let's say fucking Roderick Strong, where like, he's been a wrestler for like 14 years at a super high level. And only now is he getting some developmental shine from the Fed. And like Sean Stasiak made more in four years than Roderick Strong's probably made in the fourteen, right? Yeah, or look at fucking Chris Hero, Cassius Ono. That yeah. like it's like Cassius. Like I can't. Even, I don't know why the fuck his name is Cassius. Oh, like ugh. no. Well, the other funny thing is because they wanted to name him KO because his finisher is like a he. His finisher is just like many versions of a of a forearm. Um type of styles um but then they gave that gimmick to kevin owens but then they brought him back with the same thing so it's just kind of like mr nxt man is an nxt and i think chris hero is fucking great um i think that they should have brought him back as soon as edge had to retire because uh, they clearly liked edge better than him and they like triple h better than edge um but i think uh chris hero is fantastic I think they also want to make sure that as few as possible CZW world champions end up being uh, <laughs> in the WWF. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, so Kurt Angle, incredibly strong first. Like I think the strongest first year of any pro wrestler ever. In that, like yeah. he figures out the three eyes, and then they're like, "Well, we're off to the races now, aren't we, boys?" He does the three eyes. Um, it's it's one of the there's. There's a handful of characters when the Fed is really fucking clicking where they just roll out these dudes who are immediately fucking amazing. Like, um, one, you gotta... I don't think there's been a, a guy who... A character who clicked this be, uh, well since, like... I'm gonna say... Rick, Like, since the 80s, like, Rick Rude, Mr. Perfect, Million Dollar Man. Those are the guys who clicked before Kurt Angle. And, I, and Kurt Angle was the only one during this era who I can honestly say clicked and then just kind of went in. It's so weird because it's like he and all those guys we just mentioned were plain. Two of them were just plain baby faces. The other one was obviously basically doing the same gimmick, but just plain baby faces. And then it turned out they could do this heel persona the whole time, you know, and Kurt Angle can, was revealed he oh he had this great performer within him the whole time but he also was an amateur wrestling champion and wrestled for like like a minute and a half before he did it like it's insane he is as good as people who are already naturally good in one year but it took those people who are already naturally good 10 years it's it's honestly nuts it's 
like as far as anything. And to, I'll take it also one step further than what Dylan's saying is that once you get into 2000, they they start booking him really badly, and he's so good that they're like he, he just shines right through. Oh, yeah. that's not true. Uh, Mid two thousand is great because it's him and Edge and Christian being Team Eck, which yeah. is fucking awesome. Um, all throughout the entire thing, he's got the angle slam. They slowly start working in the angle, uh, the ankle lock as a finisher. But by the time they get to the invasion, he should have been front and center as sort of a WCW or a WWE guy. And they kind of just sort of slowly are like, oh, it's him against Austin, but it doesn't. It gets really fucking muddled and annoying. But he just weathers it totally fine. Keep in mind in this time, this is how good this guy is. He's in a match with Shane McMahon. There's a fuck-up with the fucking glass. And Kurt Angle keeps trying to throw Shane McMahon through a fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What turned out to be a plate glass window, and he was fine. Any other wrestler, they would have been like, fired, fired, so fired. That guy, they were like, yep, yeah, it's totally cool. Yeah, well, I mean, apparently, like, Vince McMahon wanted to fight Kurt Angle while this was happening. Like, was like, what? Like, this guy's try- This guy's going to kill my son. <laughs> And yeah, he could have. And that was the classic thing where it's like, and this is the reason why WrestleMania is happening tonight, and we don't know, obviously, what's going to happen, but I would bet dollars to donuts that fucking Shane McMahon gets a fair bit of fucking offense in on fucking AJ Styles. And that's the thing. When you watch Kurt Angle, when you watch Kurt Angle, Olympic gold medalist, and Shane McMahon, Kurt Angle's beating him down, yes, but it's still a back-and-forth match sometimes. And it's like, this guy could actually fight Versus a dude dressed for a softball tournament once again. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, he's a fucking, he's a spicy meat of ball. But they do a really fun thing here when, um, so he comes out with the gold medals, obviously. So the first thing you want to do is give him like some sort of lower tier titles. When he, uh, in his first year, he wins the European and intercontinental titles. Um, starts calling himself the Eurocontinental champion. And they do that great thing where at WrestleMania 2000, he loses, uh, he does a two falls triple threat match. He loses uh, both titles to Benoit and Jericho in consecutive falls. So that's a great way to get over, um, get him over, but still get those two titles off of him. And he's so, he, I cannot stress enough how good he is at playing like a, such a shitty fucking asshole. Like he's not, if you for some reason you've only watched Impact Wrestling Kurt Angle, he's just such a good shitty dickhead during this period. It's great. It'd be so, it would be so weird if they were like, um, uh yeah, I only got into Kurt Angle, 2012 Kurt Angle. <laughs> hey, man, he did some fucking amazing work, as we'll touch on. He'll, he did some amazing, amazing matches in TNA. It's just that it's TNA, so it's Tree Falls in the Woods territory, right? How about this? Kurt Angle won the King of the Ring that year, too. Um, who did he defeat in the finals? I think it was me. Did he beat me? He beats Rikishi. So, yes, it was John, Fat John. Yeah, it was me. It was fat me. Isn't it crazy how far up the card Rikishi got? Because they were like, The Rock, amazing. Stone Cold, great. Now we have Triple H, amazing. The Undertaker, awesome. Kurt Angle, perfect. Who's number six, Rikishi? Like, they just... They had five amazing top guys, but just number six. They didn't want to give to Kane or something. So it was just fucking... Give me give me that fat guy in a thong, please. His bo- Oh, but... Uh- I think you're not acknowledging how over the idea that he put his ass on people's faces was. It really was over. And people loved having watching him decide to dance with Too Cool. Oh, and I'm sorry. I remember they closed a house show. The Rock, 
like came out, posed a bunch, and then the house show was closed by Too Cool Dancing, and everyone was like, yep, love it. <laughs> Get the rock out of the ring. We want to see the fucking dancing. Yeah. Makes sense. Appropriate. This is talked about a lot, though. I think one of the most talked about things from this time is the Stephanie, Kurt Angle, Triple H love triangle and how Triple H was vetoed or supposedly vetoed um, them going farther with it and just kind of jobbed out to Kurt Angle a couple times. Did you hear anything about that? I did not at all. You never heard about this? No. So Kurt Angle... They're doing the whole will they, won't they with Kurt and Stephanie, like how Kurt's like a wholesome boy and he's just like a really good friend to Stephanie, just kind of like being there. And uh, Triple H is kind of starting to get jealous and it started really getting over. Like they did one scene with Kurt and Stephanie where they like, uh, they did like a fucking, a scene where like Kurt helped Stephanie and kissed her. Like while she was sleeping or something that was supposed to be super and then, creepy. And then they also did a whole thing with uh, Trish Stratus where like Trish Stratus is like trying to help yeah. out Triple H get yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And they're yeah, constantly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephanie's constantly catching him in like really, uh, like, yeah, really weird positions. Um, but yeah, the rumor was that. that but the other, the other protection that Kurt Angle also has is Kurt Angle is a legitimate athlete from something else. So as much as Vince could be like, you do this because it's real. Like he do, he will get some legitimate press, and get and and does yield some power as a result of that. Like when he left the Fed, people still wanted to talk to him about like going from one to the other. That's fast. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. But yes, this uh yeah, I'm surprised you never heard of this. So the the rumor was that the rumor on the iNet is that basically Triple H vetoed Kurt Angle's whole like. The the logic the logical thing that would happen with the storyline is that Kurt Angle would then take Stephanie. And it was actually like partially turning Kurt Angle face because they tried to book it like kinda how they booked Dean Malenko Lita later on, where it's like who's this creep bag and whatever. But they ended up being like people ended up just really wanting Kurt Angle and Stephanie to be like together. But then Triple H sees this all the wheels and turning and is basically like uh Oh no, that's uh no, that's not happening. That's uh <laughs> you are you are not touching uh my wife. So and then he just beats him he just beat him on a fucking he just beat him clean with a pedigree and a pay per view and that was that. Like and they just moved on to another thing. But what's also fascinating is there's no like it doesn't really affect him that much. Like it doesn't fuck with Kurt Angle's legacy in the same way that that because this was by the way the beginning of Triple H's what I like to call the like Who's going to win? I'm going to win. Who's going to win? I'm going to win. Yeah. Time period. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. all he did was beat the fuck out of people. That is, that's exactly what I'm talking about, though. Like, he didn't want, Kurt Angle was, it was like, oh, this guy's good at wrestling. That's cute. And then it became Triple H all of a sudden realizing, like, oh, this guy's better than me at wrestling. All I, I'm a type A. All I want to do is be number one. I want to be, I want to be Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan hybrid. And uh, if this guy carries on, do, like, this guy's too likable on screen and too... He's literally better at everything than Triple H. Absolutely better at everything. Better promo. He's better uh, in the ring. That's all that makes up wrestling. There's no third thing. All you basically need to know about Kurt Angle's career is he's so legitimate in the ring, Triple H burying him... All it caused him to do was to lose his hair and enter into the best phase of his career. My, per 
if you ask fucking me, which we'll get to right after the break. Ooh, what a break we're having. Oh, such a good episode of the Wrestler Review again. Ladies and gentlemen, please rate and subscribe to the Wrestler Review. Of course, we also want to review it. Please review our podcast for the love of fucking Christ. And also, guys, give us some money. Not with a Patreon. Nope. Or some sort of naughty Amazon link. We don't want you to give us money for a goddamn nothing, right? Here's what we want you guys to do. We both have comedy albums. Please buy those comedy albums on our website, thejohnhastings.com. That is John's website. And dylanagot.com. The A is for awesome. I'm an awesome guy. DylanAgot.com, thejohnhastings.com. Please buy our comedy albums. We love you. Please make love to us in our beds while we're naked. The A is for Atherton. We're black. From Blake. We're smack. Let's talk about his first WWF championship win, John. They put it on him. They put it on him because of 9/11. Is the supposed reason if you look back. Well, that's what they claim now. What? But it was also he was very. Yeah, they they claimed that they won in mid two. So wait, this was it was mid two thousands when he won the first title. So oh, didn't they put it? But they do put it on him again when he when nine eleven happened. So wait a minute, do you like, think Vince McMahon knew about nine eleven before? As it as it turns out, I think he did. Are you sure? <laughs> You're right. He won it fucking because he won no it mercy, in the fucking yeah. like same year. Oh yeah, piss on. Because they dad. started being like, oh, this guy's super good at wrestling, and then they tried to give him everything in like a in a year and a half like they just sped up because that's why you won the king of the ring they're just like this guy's the fucking greatest wrestler because then that he was is the story. Like, i'm sorry he like is. but who else he's the only guy that you can literally be like wrestling's fake yeah but an olympian's in it oh fuck not even man i mean i'm uh, apart from that can you imagine solidifying yourself a top spot during this time in pro wrestling where it's like Okay, the three best draws of all time are literally Hulk Hogan, The Rock, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. No particular orders, Avi. And you've got two of the biggest draws ever in the company right now. We're in the hottest point in wrestling history, and you've just started wrestling, and a year in, they're booking these guys to lose to you. Like, that's insane. And it's also, and the thing you also didn't cover is. He does all of that in. He is the champion, and it was legitimately bought by the most rabid, limp biscuit fan base. He is the WWF champion in, I'm trying to do the math, if it's 17 or 19 months, but in... No worries. I'll, uh, I'll toddle on with some stuff. Uh, Angle starts feud with uh, Chris Benoit, and at WrestleMania 17, they have a fucking crazy submission match. And this is something that, like, obviously with Chris Benoit being a human monster, people forget about. Um, but Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle were fucking so good in the ring together. It was, And it was a different style of match as well. Like, So the reason why people think WrestleMania 17 is the best uh, WrestleMania of all time is because it very much had everything. And this is like a, this was like a new Japan shoot style UWFI match. And this is obviously when they're trying to get Kurt Angle out of being basically the leave it to beaver amateur wrestling guy. And like you said, like they've started giving him the ankle lock. They gave him the cross face chicken wing for a bit, which was great. Um, when his manager was Bob Backlund, but they start basically being like Kurt Angle Shamrock is the new character. Like he, this guy gets in the zone. You know what I mean? And also, but he's also better than Kurt Angle. There's something more believable, as ridiculous as this sounds, because Kurt Angle would literally eat, be eaten by Ken Shamrock. 
But there's something also about like he's an Olympic wrestler. He's this low, bald, like balding at this point, but bald eventually, just sawed off monster. If okay, my calculations are correct, and I believe that they are. What? Or, or, you okay, have so a one he, inch dick. <laughs> it's less than one inches. Really? Yeah, it's weird. All right, he debuts in November of uh, 1998 and is the world champion March of 2000. So. It takes him 15 months yeah, to be that's, the. Yeah, that's insane. To be an accepted. And by the way, not 15 months like 2014 style, like 15 months, and Sheamus is the champion. Yeah. We're talking like you hear that and you're like, yep, makes sense. Totally cool with it. It takes him 15 months. Yeah, and it's not Sheamus. Exactly. The champion isn't like a guy who I guess will try this guy for a bit. It's The Rock. <laughs> it's the fucking Rock, man. They are flipping the title a ton more at this time, obviously. Like, it is you're it, past the Russo era of booking where it's like you flip the title every Monday to fucking see who tunes in. Um, but uh, definitely exactly what you're saying. It's fa- like he is, without a doubt, the, if not the greatest natural pro wrestler ever, um, then very, very close to it. I would just say he's a very good pro wrestler who happened to go into. He's a very, very good wrestler who happened to go into pro wrestling. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, thank God he didn't go into something like accounting or he would have definitely murdered a few people. (laughs) Oh, no, I don't think he would have. I think the murders he's going to commit are because of all the concussions. Yeah, I'll take a chair shot. Thank you. Thank you, weird garbage man. What year is it? Oh, it's 2008. You should probably retire because your neck doesn't work. Nah, I'm just going to keep wrestling probably. Yeah, okay, cool. But he just he just uh, did everything perfectly. So then um, after WrestleMania X7, of course, we get the WCW invasion and with them. Oh, this is a bit before the invasion, I believe. Um, but this is when well, the invasion is being built up. But he's very much now he's entrenched in the main event scene um, yeah. at this point. As it builds up to the invasion, they have Angle and Austin being the cap, like the co-captains of the WWF team, uh-huh. and the implication being the reason why Austin jumped to WCW is he didn't like that Angle was in charge, because of yeah. course Vince had to, of course, turn the WCW invasion into just an angle for Monday Night Raw. Boo, boo, Vince, I boo you. Yeah, exactly. That's the that's the shitty thing. I mean. I don't really even like talking about the invasion because it's kind of like... Is it because you're going to cry again? I actually have never cried in my fucking life, John. That's not true. I've seen you cry a lot. Your dad died and you cried about it all the time. You bring it up like it's a big deal. My dad died. died. My dad died. You know what I did? I started... I had a cigarette. I was five and I said, (laughs) I guess that's how it is then. Then I fucked your mom and made you. (laughs) That's impossible. We're the same age. Yeah, well, you aged five years. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Nope, you're wrong. You're, again, as usual. That's how big my loads are. Are they big? You have big loads? I have huge loads. Oh, because I've read everywhere on the internet that you have tiny, shitty loads. I have fucking massive fucking loads. Incorrect. Incorrect. I have huge loads. Loads are the amount of cum you make, by the way. Is that on, is that on Urban Dictionary? Do people still use Urban Dictionary? No. Urban Dictionary describes a uh, baby back bitch as John Hastings. Oh, can I have a uh-huh. bit of baby back bitch for whatever? Oh, that's funny. Except you're, an, you're, except you're dumb. You're a dumb idiot who's dumb. So, in a very fun twist, I didn't even think about this until we started talking about it, but they run into the problem that they are... This is 2001, and they've run in, already run into the problem that they are still actually struggling with this time is that they 
in making Stone Cold Steve Austin the heel and Kurt Angle the babyface don't know how to make Kurt Angle a babyface, really. Because they just try and make him Stone Cold Steve Austin again because he does the milk truck thing, you know? People, I, just, I, people do not like the milk truck thing. I fucking love the milk truck. Hey, man, the milk truck thing was good. I'm just saying that, like, great. they don't know how to make Kurt Angle a babyface, really. So they do the fun milk truck thing, which would have been great if it wasn't against Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, people are just like, I like Stone Cold better <laughs> than this. Yeah, and the thing with it also is, is they don't try and make... What I understand is they try and make... And they they basically have struggled with this ever since, which is Vince McMahon only knows how to make one guy at a time. But the thing with all you have to do to make Kurt Angle a, a babyface is you just turn down the Kurt Angle like schmaltzy bullshit and just literally have him be Taz is all you really need him to do is you just don't have him talk and you literally just fucking have him throw people around and people will cheer. Basically, you do what he kind of inadvertently did leading up to sort of the Brock Lesnar situation is all you kind of all I kind of wanted to see from him basically I would have cheered. Yeah. I don't I, mean, I don't really know how to make Kurt Angle of uh like a baby face besides saying like just like just do it. Go on do it. <laughs> I feel like uh Angle was doing I feel like he did a great job of being a baby face and I think that he would have gotten over with this character of just like likable you know just like likable good guy because he did like pre-bald like kurt angle before he looked like a thumb of a guy who had just got out of a fucking public swimming pool um when he had hair and he was like like a handsome boy uh Mm. he did elicit a bunch of sympathy somehow as a fucking guy who you know could beat the shit out of you and everyone you care about but i think I just think that like you had to have Kurt Angle try this character out on like a lower scale maybe against in another feud before maybe bringing it to him against Austin. But you really didn't have many choices because I think this is the the one of the first times The Rock's going away to do movies, and I think this is another one of uh, Triple H. No, the, Ro- the Rock is there. The, the other thing that's weird about the invasion is they inadvertently did it at a time where The Rock literally sat out most of the invasion. He showed back up for Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Oh, the invasion's that just That makes sense, shit. though, because it's you want to so show... Shitty. Well, you want to show vulnerability for the WWF side, right? So it makes sense to but have then, The Rock. But you have him get hurt. Like They literally just are like, he's away doing other th- important things. Don't worry. These mid-carters can deal with the champions of the world from WCW. <laughs> but then... So they give up on Kurt Angle, the babyface, because don't worry about it. He's back to being a heel, and he's on Team WCW. Yeah, for no reason at all, the guy that's only ever been with the Fed switches sides. I remember when this happened, and the WWE came to my uh, hometown to do a, I think it was a SmackDown taping, but it might have been a Raw taping. And it was, like, I literally was just like, at this point, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, just get these fucking WCW assholes out of my fucking wrestling life, please. And by the way, they then, of course, by the time they finally dispatch with them, then they bring in all the people you want to see where it's like, yeah, get rid of those WCW guys. Now let's put Ric Flair and Kurt Angle in the ring together. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem, right? Because what they yeah, they do is they I mean, I don't really want to talk about the invasion. There's so many things they did wrong with it. Say, say that you don't want to talk about the invasion again because you've been talking about it a lot, you idiot. 
Because you just keep going back to WCW, they didn't book it. Like, yeah, man, like, it sucks that they didn't do it well, but, like, that's life, bro. Listen, you're a cuck. I'm not. That's life, all right? Are you happy being cuckolded? I don't know. Are you? Frequently. Always cuckolded. John Hastings. But they fuck up with Kurt Angle because what they do is they... All right, so the babyface thing doesn't really work out, so they make him heel and on Team WCW. And then he loses a hair-versus-hair match to Edge, and then they go back to goofy Kurt Angle. Like, they just... It's this weird thing where they can't figure out the next phase, really. Or it's not that they can't figure out the next phase. It's that people and fans, for the first time, are like internet smarks and dicks (laughs) showing up en masse. Mm -hmm. So they keep doing that thing where, like... They chant, they chant what your previous character would be, or they try and get on. And Angle's great at dealing with it, but they shave his head, and then he does. He wears wrestling headgear with a wig. Um, and Hogan, and then he goes into a feud with Hogan, and Hogan takes the wig, uh, and whatever. But like, you still you can't present a champion that way as this goofy loser. And then Jim Ross would always have to be like, uh, oh, yeah, we'll take him seriously, too, because he's Olympic gold medals, you know? Shit. Is this the is this the era where they're chanting, you suck, and he screams, your mother taught me how? <laughs> yes. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> you suck. That. Your mother taught me how. <laughs> <laughs> no, was that, what was the Undertaker what thing that you said? It's like, you s- People say like, what's what, and he was like, "People say what or did Yeah, people. Yeah, it's no, it's better. It's like you sleep with your brother. You say what, and the fan just the fans <laughs> still go what. <laughs> you so you guys sleep with your brother. <laughs> the Undertaker sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I found it. I found the clip. I'm gonna. I tell you what. Why don't you say what if you like to sleep with your own sister? You say what if you like to sleep with your own sister, and most of the crowd goes what and starts cheering for themselves. <laughs> you can't be like trying to fuck people over with that shitty a thing, Uncle Undertaker. <laughs> it, everything is his yard. Remember, it's my yard. This how, is my how, yard. This how, is my... I hope that it's like I won a match for my yard. Now I'll move to my table. This is my table. This is my. Roast chicken. This is my office chair. This is my dinette set. Do you think that he's going to wrestle The Undertaker, or he's wrestling Roman Reigns, and at some point he actually just thinks that he's wrestling his big dog? <laughs> yes. Oh. Oh. Gun. Point the gun. Superman punch everybody. Roman Reigns. He's the, he's mo- the most beautiful man in the world, John. So after that, Kurt Angle starts a feud with Hulk Hogan, where um, great, great. Some Love people, it. some people have uh, talked about this, but <laughs> Vince McMahon was like, "Hey, go rough up Hulk Hogan." So Kurt Angle did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we did. We talked about that in the Hogan series, but yeah, I love it so much that he's literally like. Go remind Terry that he's not fucking with that that at, that fucking mustachioed man who owns a baseball team. You go yep. break his leg, Kurt. Break his fucking leg. This is actually a really, really interesting Kurt Angle period here because he is established as like a great, great wrestler at this time and they are trying to take him seriously because the Hogan feud and him roughing up Hogan 
is kind of the start of Kurt Angle, the like exactly what you're saying, like the wrestling machine guy, um, because he does the he starts having the open challenges. One of which is obviously uh, Daniel Pewter, which oh goes, yeah, uh, a bit sideways. so badly. Oh no no, it is one of the most embarrassing things where it's like, all right, we're gonna put the most competitive man in the world in a ring with someone that can actually hurt him. Do you think this is gonna go badly? No, don't think it will go badly at all. All right, good. Everyone- I'm glad we. Glad we had this meeting, fat people. <laughs> All right, let's make it happen. It well, I kind of is- like listening to firsthand accounts of it, and just for me, like, it sounds a lot like Kurt Angle is like, he was put in the position to be like an enforcer and a dick, like an old school wrestling enforcer and a dick, and Daniel Pewter uh, basically was like, if you're going to fucking try and hurt me, I'll fucking hurt you. Like, that was it. And he got like... He got big dogged and kicked out of wrestling for that, but like, fuck you. Like, if you're going to try and fucking hurt people, then fuck off. Yeah, by the way, do you do know what his punishment was for that, right? You know how they punished Oh, the hardcore Daniel- Holly and Eddie Guerrero chop thing. Yeah, in during the Royal Rumble, they were literally yeah. like, oh, here's our second biggest pay per view ever. Let's just take this opportunity to slap this young boy. Yeah, well, I mean. That's the thing. Pewter could have just, like, if Pewter didn't want to play ball, he could have just not played ball. I'm just really like, happy, by the way. Like, oh, be, then, oh, that's crazy. Hardcore Holly got kicked in the fucking head. Like, how funny would that have been? <laughs> how funny just... would have Hardcore Holly like, I'm going to discipline you, and then Daniel Pewter just easily beats up Hardcore Holly. <laughs> he, he, the thing with Hardcore Holly, he's an old man. He's just an old, shitty man. <laughs> he wasn't that is the greatest way to describe her no one had that perfect like a chest and me being like well you're still shit like i still believe i could beat you up somehow <laughs> i guarantee i could beat up hardcore holly or hardcore holly i could both beat up both hardcore holly <laughs> hardcore or his Hallie? daughter his wife oh no it's me hardcore holly john mm-hmm John, John, <laughs> check it. So yeah, the Daniel Pewter thing goes a bit sideways, and I get, but I get why Daniel Pewter did it. He fucking felt threatened in this, and uh, yeah, man, it's. I mean, it's fucked. He could have just ripped his fucking arm out. That's fucking crazy. Anyway, so then we get to uh, another fucking crazy thing, uh, which is Kurt Angle's feud with Brock Lesnar. Yes, the absolute that ends in probably one of the most uncomfortable moments and beautiful moments in wrestlemania history yeah because this is it's 2003 and this is the crazy thing about kurt angle it is 2003 and it has already been proposed by most doctors that he stop wrestling because he goes into this uh no no not proposed uh, dave Meltzer, one of the many times by the way dave Meltzer gets shit really wrong and i think that in this case not dave Meltzer's fault at all he was just like well, based on what all these doctors are saying, there's no way that this is definitely um, uh, going to happen. And they were like, um, yeah, he's he's done after this mania. His Basically, like his neck was out of centric or something. Like basically the alignment of his body was not what it's supposed to be. And so they were like, well, you can't wrestle with that sort of injury. So he's probably done. Little did they fucking know that... Uh, <laughs> Not done at all. Not even by a fucking long shot. That's fucked. And apparently, by the way, their actual sort of feud rivalry, if Vince wanted to keep them away from each other, partly because in the back, 
really didn't like each other, and apparently Kurt Angle just liked goading the shit out of Brock Lesnar. Because as it really? turns out, yeah, Brock Lesnar, bit of a fucking dummy. What, really? Uh, like Maybe he didn't like the fact that he was like, can you stop trying to take Sable? <laughs> can you please stop putting your dick in my wife's ear? Nope, can't do that. <laughs> because keep in mind, if you're Brock Lesnar... There is one person on the planet that is a more decorated amateur wrestler than you. There's one guy, one American guy, who you have to go to work every day, and then that guy is like, here are the three AIs. I fuck your mom, I fuck your dad, I fuck you. <laughs> Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar. Like, you're Brock Lesnar. You are in you are the in the you are in the valley of the of the blind with one eye, and Kurt Angle has like cataracts, so he can almost not see, but he's still fucking challenging you at every fucking turn. Keep in mind, Brock yeah. Lesnar and fucking Kurt Henning nearly fought on a plane. There is no way Brock Lesnar is what I would describe a reader. <laughs> I just think that it's like Brock Lesnar still wants to be known as a tough guy, and there's a fucking Olympian there, and uh, I don't even, I don't even see how you can really even think like i mean of course you're gonna wrestle around with him but i mean it's according to uh some sources uh according to some sources it was all just in jest though like it was not any serious fucking thing happening oh and i am sure brock is really good at taking things not that seriously i'm sure it was semi-serious but i don't think it was like actually i guarantee he was filled with rage he was like nope not true not accurate. Incorrect. <laughs> so, he's. it's proposed that he's about to uh, not wrestle anymore. So, he does the Mania match with uh, Lesnar. Lesnar, of course, does a shooting star, lands only on his face. And, uh, <laughs> and then Kurt Angle F5s himself and loses the title. Yeah, it's pretty After fucking crazy. After this, Kurt Angle takes some time off uh, and gets an experimental neck surgery because why not? Because why the fuck not, John? Um, the other thing to remember is uh, that uh, Kurt Angle, when he got to the back, uh, remarked, that was dangerous. <laughs> well, that was dangerous. Anyway, I'm off to go and see if I can get the feet of a horse. Yeah, I'm off to find... <laughs> You remember how uh, your last big WWF champion liked to doctor shop to get the results he wants? I'm going to do that, but with literal surgery. All right, see ya. He does, um, he does, like, Angle's in a lot of, like, I, I, it sounds weird, but in researching this, you forget how many, like, fucking awesome feuds Kurt Angle is in. Because he's he feuds with Lesnar uh, again. Then he goes into that Eddie Guerrero feud. Oh, yeah, he um, does. Well, they also, they have with the With one of the fucking the... best finishes ever. Like, well, so he, good. Well, he's the fucking GM, first off. Yes. He's the GM when he comes back from that surgery. Yep. Yeah. Um, which is great. Eventually... Um, and then he gets into the feud with Eddie Guerrero. Basically, his feud with Eddie Guerrero is what the Triple H uh, Booker T feud should have been, only with the much less racist outcome. In that yes. Kurt Angle's basically like, I'm an American hero and you're a drug addict. You don't deserve to have the title I do. Eddie's like, yeah. no, man. Disagree. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then they super not racist. Not racist at all. Um, and then he... Um, he uh, and Guerrero beats the fuck out of him at WrestleMania 20. Oh, and then he becomes the general manager. Pardon me. 
That was incorrect. Yeah, because Paul Heyman's the general manager. He comes back. He has the feud with Eddie Guerrero. He claims Eddie Guerrero injured him. So then they have a heel fucking authority figure who's the GM of SmackDown post that. And then that segues into him. He helps create JBL, which is another great thing. Of He helps transform yes. JBL uh, into very true. JBL and then has JBL sort of be his proxy to beat the shit out of Eddie Guerrero, which is a great way of being like, Debut new character, transfer heat to new character, allow uh, Kurt Angle can wrestle again. He can go on to another program and they're not just stuck wrestling the fucking same old, same old again. It's fucking great. Oh, fucking SmackDown during this time was so much fun. They have the really great and totally PC angle of JBL being at the border of Mexico telling people to leave. <laughs> Yeah, I re- I misremembered this as him lariating people that came across the border, uh, and I still think that's a better idea. That is a way better change. idea. This is an absolute better idea. I mean, they couldn't have done that because that's just too good. It would be too funny, and then a racist character would be cheered resoundingly. I think we got the pewter the pewter thing mixed up because I think the pewter. Thing I was know pewter. we did. Yeah, I was gonna mention that. I I super fucked up with that one. Uh, yeah, the Daniel Pewter thing was. Uh, actually, two years later on SmackDown, because yeah, because that was I thought like oh his open challenge thing was when he was still kind of playful Kurt Angle and not as I said a thumb that got out of a chlorine. So yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, that was sort of like 2003 was still like that was Team Angle, and he was sort of cute. And then now he's not cute. He's a he's got <laughs> he needs Vicodin and he needs you to shut up and turn the TV down. Yeah. Turn if it he down. talks to a woman, it's not like playful and childlike uh, or with any sort of innocence. It's you're going to feel what I got in my pants and then you're going to walk out of the building. Not even out of the room. What's I a, need you to walk out of the building. What's a dilding? Uh, a dilding? That's when I'm in a building. Because dill in the building. Boof. I'm not going to use it. I don't need to use it for Boobs. anything. Boobs. Nice. Dylan got once again smoking big old weed. Uh, let's move on to I think Shawn Michaels' fucking greatest WrestleMania match of all times, Kirk Angel against Kirk Angel. Really? I think so, man. I think that this is this is one of the first times I saw them really, really use the ankle lock and a submission finish really properly, and it really sucks that they won't let fucking people have submission finishes for some goddamn reason, because the ankle lock is so safe and adds so much fucking drama to the fucking match, and I just don't understand why, like, why can't why can't everybody just have a submission fi- Not everybody, but, you know, half... Do you remember that, like, I don't know, growing up, I thought the coolest finishing moves were, like, the diamond cutter and the regal stretch. Because the regal stretch looked like it hurt, and there's just something about making someone quit that's fucking badass. Oh, yeah. And it's also just, yeah. They, they also, the way they set this up, by the way, is basically um, Kurt Angle doesn't like how Shawn, he, Shawn Michaels costs Kurt Angle something, and then Kurt Angle just runs into the Royal Rumble, tosses him out, and then just starts yeah. attacking people from Michaels' past. Which, which also is fucking great, yeah. It's great. Fucking, he goes to put the ankle lock on fucking Sherry. They bring in fucking Marty Jannetty. They almost do a rockers reunion, which isn't good. It mm-hmm. leads to fucking Shawn Michaels being a SmackDown Cameron and attacking Angle. It's fucking awesome. Later on, they actually did do a rockers reunion, though. 
Yeah, they later on did do a Rockers reunion. Let me, let me tell you. they're cool with Marty Jannetty. <laughs> yeah. They like Marty so much, but they just can't employ him because he's too fucking... St- I don't know. We're going to do a Marty Jannetty episode because I don't know why he was always fired, but I'm I willing do. to learn. He apparently... if you You have to go deep on the internet, but every wrestler in the 80s is like, there was crazy... And then there was Marty Jannetty. <laughs> Marty Jannetty got put under house Juventud arrest. Guerrera in, he was Juventud Guerrero in Australia, but like every day. Yeah. Like Juventud, like it's like, oh, who gave Juventud uh, Guerrero the idea to take those pills from that stranger? Well, the stranger's name was Marty, and he was a friend of Marty Jannetty's. Where's Marty Jannetty? Oh, he lived in Adelaide, Australia for two years after that. Don't ask why. <laughs> So, but I really do think we should talk in length about this uh, Michaels match because it's the start of. Did you say like he just at length because that's what it does to your dick every time you watch it because it's two men? No. When I first watched this match, I was like, there was such great drama with it, and it it wasn't the first time, but it was one of the first times I can remember because this is this is like this match actually pretty much got me back into wrestling. When I took a couple of years off to eat fucking pussy, haha, <laughs> that's not true. Um, but uh, this is when he starts grapevining the legs on the ankle lock, yeah, and making that the like the match is fucking over thing, which I kind of don't like. I kind of like oh the match could end at any moment because if he grapevines the legs, that's just kind of like, um, I don't know. It's, it's one of the like, well, it's well, one of those it, things where you it, shouldn't it's that do your thing where it's like if you tap out to the ankle lock before he does the figure four on the legs and drops all his weight on it, then you're a, a punk slut bitch. Well, the thing is is that he should never have done that again. It should have only been ever done for uh, for HBK, and then it's like, look how much he had to do to beat HBK. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's kind of one of those things, though. It's like, it doesn't make sense. Like, why? If he's... If he's if that's the way he finishes the move, then why wouldn't he always do that from now on? You know what I mean? It's also one of those things where you have to understand this is a match where there was basically the background was, hey, these guys are really good, so we're going to have a match between them. Like They did some build-up and stuff like that, but even if they did none of that, wouldn't have mattered and still would have been as intriguing of a match. It was the first time where they basically went, the reason why we're having this match is it's going to be fun to watch. Problems? No? Good. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a classic WrestleMania. These guys no title but dream match thing that they just can't do anymore. Like they just can't have a Kurt Angle Shawn Michaels match. This year, keep in mind that WrestleMania had Randy Orton, Undertaker, and Shawn Michaels Kurt Angle. So it had two fun dream matches between the brands, and you just can't really do that anymore because they're not. It's not possible. Well, it was also like, the, it was all underwhelming. They don't have any destroyed. legacy guys anymore. What are you talking about? Uh, they're main line. They're main eventing this WrestleMania, a match we've all wanted to see: Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. Oh no, it's going to be piss. Oh man, maybe they'll figure something out, but it's quite possible that match is really bad. I predict this match, this WrestleMania, will be um, uh, as bad as WrestleMania Nine or WrestleMania Bret Hart comes back and can't actually be a wrestler. <laughs> Oh, that one where it's just like, Bret Hart is eating a tuna sandwich. Vince McMahon's in the sharpshooter. He no. finished the sandwich. The match is done. Not because Vince tapped, but because Bret's lost again. Yeah. Oh, no. He lost his keys. 
He thinks the ring's a car. My God, Bret Hart, he went to Giant Tiger, bought himself some jorts. My God. <laughs> Which, so, what? what? Oh, that was WrestleMania into... 26. Oh, that one was so sucky. Was that WrestleMania 25 or 26? Yeah, it was 26. Suck, 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 and yet, like uh, yeah, he next uh, WrestleMania 22. It's Randy Orton, Kurt Angle, and Rey Mysterio. John, take us there, please. Basically, this is what happened. Eddie Guerrero died, and the entire world knew they needed to put the belt on either Chavo Guerrero or Rey Mysterio as a tribute to Eddie Guerrero, and it would be a heartfelt moment. The entire world, except for one man, that man is named Vince McMahon, who said, "Absolutely not. That guy's short and also not white." Um, so to make sure that that wasn't ever a big deal, they had a triple threat match with Randy Orton and Kurt Angle and Rey Mysterio. It's still a hell of a match, even though it's nine minutes long. And so the pacing of it is literally like, let's just suplex each other for six minutes, and then I'm going to 619 you guys in rapid succession until we've run out of time. <laughs> but that's what. But the other thing you got to remember is that this is not only just about Eddie Guerrero, it's also about the fact that Rey Mysterio, even though Vince McMahon didn't want it to happen, uh, Rey Mysterio was like the biggest merchandise seller in the company because of those goddamn masks. And so over, and it was just so apparent, like, Rey Mysterio needs to be your champion and you need to book this guy. Like, there's this thing that Vince needs... Has, apparently, Vince McMahon has never seen an action movie where a bunch of big guys clear way for one small guy and then the action star laughs at the small guy and then gets the living shit kicked out of him. Yeah. You know that action movie trope? Like, Vince has never seen that because he only books small people as underdogs. And it's like, just... I, I mean, when this era Rey Mysterio, I just thought, like, have Rey Mysterio just be way too quick for these people. And if they catch him, yeah, he sells like he's dead. If he sells like he's dead if they catch him. But so rarely do they catch him that like you can have a super fun match where it's like the guy's he's just always turning the guy and then he just fucking blasts him in the back of the head with a drop kick cuz they don't know where they are and just make him like having Rey Mysterio do squash matches. I've never seen like a guy like Neville just do a squash match against a bigger guy and that just be super I think that'd be super good. To establish that that can happen, and that's a way a character like that can go from now on. Well, the last guy that they kind of did that with is the last guy that was kind of done that way was Spike Dudley. That was the last person where they were like, "Yeah, we'll just have him be a fucking maniac like this." You understand? Like it's like he just beats up big guys. That's what he does. Yeah, but that was that was also in ECW though when they would just be like, "Hey, Curtis Hughes, do you want eighty bucks?" Yeah, do it. yeah. Hey, 911. Huh? Okay, before you die of a pill addiction, just go get pinned by Spike Dudley. <sighs> so, yeah, so uh, Kurt Angle goes in and actually loses the title to Rey Mysterio at big time WrestleMania. Um, then he goes to ECW where Paul Heyman uh, rubbing his boner because he gets to make a new Taz, and this Taz has an Olympic gold medal. Makes sense. Yep. So, yeah, he just 
does a bunch of squash matches and try then rebrands himself because now he's got a he's got a mouth guard. Essentially, Paul Heyman gives him the gimmick that he would then use in TNA for the rest of his livable life. Yeah, basically, Paul Heyman's dream was always to get fucking Kurt Angle, and he could book for him, and he finally got it. And then Kurt Angle was like. That's cool, except my contract's now up, and Vince McMahon's like, well, you have to retire because what you consider a neck is what everyone else considers a, a hole between your body and your brain. And he was like, see you, bitch. And he goes to TNA. <laughs> yeah, man. He was the only character really taken seriously in ECW, and you are right. He does go into uh, TNA as Kurt Angle, Wrestling Machine, and at the first part of TNA, does do some fucking awesome, awesome shit. Oh my god, so we'll he's fucking fantastic. Yeah, we, next week. But in part one, yeah, in part one, what is your favorite thing about Kurt Angle? The way he did the the way he did the angle slam, I thought was one of the best finishing moves ever because yeah. it was one of the one. It was the only finishing move you were like, okay, they all say. Eventually, in the attempt to get a finishing move over, they always go, and it can happen any time. The angle slam is literally one that can happen any time because it's literally he just grabs you in a certain way and falls backwards. And it was also one of those things where it basically looked good no matter who he did it to. And it was the perfect pairing of ankle, uh, angle slam into ankle lock was just, oh, mm. Yeah, he uh, the angle slam is uh, very unheralded as a wrestler. I didn't really like it when I first saw it, but then definitely warmed up to it. Uh, it's fucking great, buddy. Like not in video, like it's not a video game finisher, but it's definitely a real life finisher. Not mean bitch. I'd say uh, best thing about Kurt Angle for me is just, I mean, natural ability, man. I mean, I, I drowned on about it earlier, but Jesus Christ, that guy could wrestle and seemingly do anything. I love him. <laughs> Very soft, very evident. Uh, what's the worst thing about Kurt Angle, John? He needed to retire at the end of this podcast is when he needed to retire. He should have retired. He should have retired 14 fucking years ago. He oh. should have retired and not had that experimental neck surgery. This guy, he just didn't take a break. That's the worst thing about Kurt Angle. So like, take a break. I know it sounds fucked up, but like, just take a break. Everyone would feel so much better about watching you wrestle. And I think, I guess the subsection of that is slow the fuck down. I mean, that's going to be in part two more than this one. Oh, boy, is it. Slow the fuck down. Like, it's okay to just wrestle a wrestling match. <laughs> like, he proved he could do it with just holds. Like, he is a star enough that he can just do put the ankle lock on someone and have that be a great match because no one knows if they're going to fucking tap. He doesn't need to have a moonsault, as we'll get to in part two, off the top of a fucking steel cage when he's 40 and divorced and up on charges of stalking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it all, oh, it all really goes tits up in a second. Well, guys, listen. If you enjoyed this episode or you didn't enjoy this episode, tell everyone to subscribe. Also, Dylan is um, the um, John Dupont of this podcast, and I am the Kurt Angle, and that I'm going to be successful. And Dylan's going to die in jail after murdering a man that he's in love with. <laughs> I am in love with me, and that's the only man I'm in love with. Second thing. Not oh, good. Uh-oh. Not good for Kate or Murdoch. I don't know what you want me to say. More not good. Thank you very much for listening. Subscribe and rate our podcast. We love you. I love you. Said John. Into the mirror.
Hockey sucks. Of course, Kurt Angle does. Cut the music. Uh oh. I don't think he's I hate that, that chant. I can't stand it. You people sit there and you look down on me and you chant, you suck. I'll tell you what, this is what I'm gonna do. You know what I'm gonna do? We're gonna go do it over again. I'm gonna get out of this ring. What? Is, is, I'm gonna go down going these steps. Here? I'm going up this ramp and back in that curtain. And when I come back, if you don't give me the respect that I deserve, if you don't give me the respect I deserve, we're gonna do it over and over uh -oh. and over again. Kurt wants to do well, let's it. Let's see if you get this right. Well, you can't blame Kurt Angle for feeling this way. You oh. really can't. Oh, yeah, this is going to work. But Kurt Angle's giving He's an Olympic gold medalist. He deserves the respect that he deserves. But I'll agree with Joey Styles. He's an Olympic gold medalist. He's smarter than this. Does he actually think that when he comes out here now, these people are not going to chant even louder? Maybe, maybe the four. Listen, they're not even waiting for the entrance music. That's a shame. Coach, is he serious? Is he saying that if these people said one more time that he sucks, he's not going to be in the main event? I don't want to find out if he's serious. One you want to find out? One of the three eyes is intelligence. Does he really think this is going to work? I hope so, because I'm looking forward to the main event. Let's see if we can guess what happens. Music. Start the music. Come on now, everybody give this man some respect. I think it's gonna work this time. It's like an angry mob singing karaoke. You people are hypocrites. Middle America is supposed to be about family values, but yet you let your children. Chad, you suck to an Olympic gold medalist. Well, I gotta agree with him there, Joey. Hey, they bought their tickets, they can chant whatever they want. And you know, you're reasoning. You tell me, well, 
I paid for a ticket. I'm allowed to say whatever I want to say. Hey. It's my right. Yeah, you have a right, but you abuse your right. You abuse the First Amendment, and you abuse me. He's got a valid point. Yeah, I agree. It is a valid it's, point. It's abuse. Listen up, people. I had three neck surgeries for you people. Three. I put my life on the line for you. Fighting for this country. My little baby girl. I didn't get to see her first steps. I didn't get to hear her first, her first words because I was wrestling for you people. And my wife, my wife left me. I lost my family because I put my, my life into this business for you people. That's absolutely true too. And they're cheering. And this, this is the thanks I get, right? This is the thanks. Show these people, show these people, every single one of them. Show every single one of them. It's deafening in here. I don't have time to show every single one of them. But... This arena is full of self-absorbed, selfish bastards. Uh-oh. And I'm not going to take it anymore. You know, come to think of it, I'm not the one that sucks. You people are the ones that suck. I don't think Kurt's running for mayor of Fort Wayne. And that's exactly why I'm getting my ass out of this arena. And you and your main event can go straight to hell. Man. He's not going to wrestle? Well, well, Kurt Angle is walking out. I can't blame him for the philosophy, but the fact that the main event is not going to happen because Kurt Angle's not in it. Yeah, but this has happened night in, night out. They've chanted this to him. It's, it's, I guess but sometimes when he go over the edge. I've never seen him that angry. He's incensed. He's left. He's gone.